Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. A Gay and a Non-Gay is a podcast from James Barr and Dan Hudson. They're like a lovely little couple, except they're not. Right, so the other night, my boyfriend, who's called James, accidentally called me the name of his ex on the phone. Right, and what's that? I don't want to say his name. Is it also James? No, no. it's not also James. Well, I mean, it's quite likely if you're James and he's James, he might have a thing about James. No, it's someone else. Okay. Anyway, so am I meant to be annoyed by that or not? I um, feel annoyed by that. I feel upset. It made me feel like I'm not good enough. What's the context? Oh, it was just like, oh, um, he, his friend walked in, so he was like, oh, yeah, I'm just on the phone to, oh, I mean James. Just can you can we give him a different name because it's a bit. I'm just on the phone to Alex. Oh, I mean James. Right, okay. I think that's making a mountain out of a, out of a mini molehill. I guess I just feel a bit on edge at the minute. Why? About it all. I don't know. Is it because it's at the logical point in which you would historically be breaking up with somebody? Wow. Is that not true? Um, yeah, probably. How long have you been out with him? Um, it's like seven months nearly. Really? I think so. It was like June. But how long, guess, have, you, yeah, how long have you been like officially? Um... After Edinburgh, so it would have been, like, September, maybe? Okay. Five? Right. But I don't count that. I count as, like, the moment we met as as the the length. Have, anyway, you're have right. You, have you hit him with the big three? The what? Have, have you said, I love you? The big three? <laughs> I have now, yeah. When, was, when did that happen? <sighs> so that actually annoyingly happened because we were out with our friend Martin, and Martin asked at dinner if we had said we love each other. Right. So he interfered directly with our path. Right. I think I don't think that's okay. And what happened then? Why wouldn't you just ask one of us that privately and sort of like force the other to say it? Uh, well, we I just we were like no, 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 we haven't. But like that's awkward. You shouldn't ask someone that. Oh, I think it's fine. No, I don't. I think it's like saying to you and Talia Oh, when are you going to have a baby? Or when are you going to yeah, get married? Yeah, but people do ask that. They ask that all with bloody time. Right, so yeah, I agree that that's wrong. I don't think you should put people in that position and ask them questions like that in front of each other. I don't think it's okay. And, and then after that, we had to have a conversation and we talked about it. And I said, look, you, you know, we, we both said, we, you know how we feel about each other, so it's fine. And then we eventually said the big three. Which is what? Oh, God, don't make <laughs> me say it here. I Why? do, because, I, I don't know, I feel uncomfortable about using those words anyway. Why? Because I think they're, they're batted around so much and don't mean anything. And I think you really got to mean it when you say it. Right, so, so you don't I'm, mean it. It's on a ration with me when I say it now. I don't say it just willy-nilly. Right. I say it when I really want to say it. Okay. And did you want to say it? Not at that particular moment, no. <laughs> I wanted to save it for a moment. I felt like I did want to say it. And instead now I've had to say it in a moment where I was forced to, and then again later in a moment where I wanted to. What did he say? I mean, he said it back, but that, that's not the point, is it? The big four. <laughs> I had to think about that. Welcome to a gay and a non-gay. I think you're probably right. I think it is because maybe I've reached a point where I'm normally no longer with someone. Right. So I'm at that point where I'm like, God, is this going to end soon? Is everything okay? I'm just probably being a bit paranoid. Here's the other thing, though, right? How can you get my name wrong? My name is the same name as you. I think that's a red herring, though. Why? Because he's not thinking about his own name, is he? 
I don't know. It's not easy. It's not hard to forget my name, but I, I imagine a lot of couples just do this, right? Is it normal? Have you ever had it happen? Have you, has Talia ever forgotten your name? She keeps calling me James quite a lot because she's friends with her. She's obsessed with me. Uh, well, James Wan. I'm James too. Is like a really good friend of hers. Right. I mean, it's a bit annoying, but it's not. I don't really care. FYI, everyone in the UK is called James, <laughs> basically. <laughs> that's kind of the problem here. Yeah, there's a lot of Jameses. Um, my mum has often called me Paul, my stepdad's name. Right. I guess it's pretty normal to get your name wrong. Taxi for Paul. Me and James have been at this slightly weird event. Sort of slightly weird. <laughs> I'll call it weird. We've been at this event full of slightly eccentric people. It's been a bit much. <laughs> What was it you text me? Do people think this is useful or are they all just pretending? <laughs> this has been a colossal waste of time. <laughs> I think we collectively stress people out. Why? Because they're already a bit stressed and we're just like, what's the problem? <laughs> and and they, they want us, they don't want that. They want us to also get stressed and then we can all be stressed and then everyone's sort of in the same boat whereas right. me, me and James are like what's wrong yeah I guess every time we turned up to sort of a podcast or industry event everyone is like deep diving on everything yeah. and we just sort of swan in and that, I think that probably is kind of annoying to professional the establishment yeah I wouldn't even say professional because we are professional we're just not taking it no, but I mean professional as in you know if you're a professional rugby player that's you know full time that's what I mean I think we're professional podcasters well, I, even I, though I just hit my head on the mic <laughs> Here's some tea, right? Oh, no. The library's open. I don't like it when Dan uses gay phrases and he appropriates our culture. Um, people talk to us all the time like we're completely stupid. And I don't know whether it's because they listen to the podcast and we sound like we're completely stupid. Maybe we are. But the way that some people talk to us sometimes beggars belief. Okay. I, th I think people think that we are completely stupid. <laughs> I actually don't really mind because I think it's quite funny. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Because I think that then, later down the line, sometimes they're quite surprised to find that we're not actually completely stupid. Right. Uh, I'm not going to go out on a limb and say that we're not completely stupid. Or speak for yourself. Shade. When I meet people, I don't really go into any detail because anything to do with podcasting and broadcasting and whatnot, all the terms, I don't like any of the terms. I think they're all pretentious. Yes. So I, I, I think the term podcaster is horrific. Really? Yeah. Why? Do you think the term YouTuber... Or broadcaster, or newsreader. Yeah, I, I hate broadcaster. You got well, a newsreader. Newsreader is a bit different because that's literally what it is. You read the news, but I think that broadcaster is a title that somebody can give you. But I don't think you can say you're, you, that you are a broadcaster unless you're a dickhead. See also content creator. If you call yourself a content creator, the chances of you not being a complete twat you is, are, is, no. a mil okay, hold on. is a million to one. Hold on, um, but you are a creator of. Again, and on gay. Yes, but I'm not introducing myself to people as a content creator. When I was a bit of a mess in 2013, yeah, I was at all these late night parties and stuff, and this one guy came up to me, and I guess people are more honest when they're like wasted. And this one guy came up to me, and he was like, "What do you do?" And I said, "Oh, I'm a presenter, a comedian. I do this, this, and that." And he literally said, "Oh, that's annoying." I was only asking because I wanted to feel better about what I do. I didn't expect you to actually be successful. <laughs> and he literally said that. And I thought that was so eye-opening. And I said, well, what do you do? And he said, oh, actually, I'm a, I'm a conductor. And I thought that was incredible. But he was so annoyed that my state... A, a bus conductor or an orchestra? No, like in an orchestra. Right. <laughs> and he was so angry that, in his opinion, my job, my status was higher than his 
that he kind of walked off. Now, I think that's really interesting because I think that's what people are doing all the time when yeah. they're sober, but they're not open or honest enough to admit that that's what they're doing. I think they're doing that because they're trying to say, I'm really cool. Do you actually know what your friends do? No. I I find it really confusing. (laughs) I have some really intellectual friends, and I've got no idea what they actually do. And they'll explain it to me, and I'll try and listen, and I lose it halfway through. I stop listening, and I can't out myself. I just try. So many dates as well. I'd listen to someone, and they'd be, sorry, they'd be talking, not droning, about their real job and I'd really want to listen yeah. but because so many words don't make sense to me and I, I, I can't understand it, yeah. it I just drop out and yeah. then I'm like oh my god I've done it again I don't know what this real job is it's really upsetting sometimes I genuinely wish that I would continued working at Tesco because I was 17 when I worked there and if I was managing that now or I was a regional manager I would be on a lot of money I'd be quite happy and I could continue doing this podcast on the side and be all good but then we wouldn't have made each other I could have come I mean, into that te- wouldn't have been such a bad thing <laughs> <laughs> right, unless I happen to pop into Tesco in uh Eastbourne. I was very friendly. Really? Yeah, Eastbourne okay. 2. That was the branch number. I used to work in Sainsbury's. Really? Mm-hmm. That's so funny. Is it? Yeah, I didn't get a job in Sainsbury's. Why? They refused me. Well, it's a much more high-end place than Tesco, isn't it? So Wow. The standards are higher anyway. Yeah, well, that's exactly... No, they are. They actually are. No, that's that's how, That's how I felt when I was rejected. <laughs> so I went to Tesco instead. Um, it's one up from Asda, though. Thank you. A gay and a non-gay. All right, so we're back on Gavin and Stacey again. Yeah. Um, sorry about that. I did promise it was going to be December, but I told a lie because it's, it's back in the news again. Yeah. Um, the reason is that the BBC have responded to uh, 900 or so complaints about the use of the F word in um, Gavin and Stacey, James of which was one, and they said the following. Fairy Tale of New York is a well-established, much-loved Christmas song which tells the story of a troubled couple in 1940s New York. The descent of their relationship is reflected in the increasingly abusive and offensive terms they use to address each other. Insults which are intended to reflect the language that such characters might have used in that era. The origin of the word includes a definition which describes it as a contemptuous and antiquated word for laziness. And the author of the song has cited this inference behind his inclusion of that line. Now, whilst I'm okay with that, I'm not okay with what follows. While the word faggot literally quoted the word is now widely acknowledged as having the potential to offend, the song never suggests or implies that this is or was ever an appropriate way to address another person, nor does it link it to homosexuality. Nessa and Bryn, the characters in the show, were singing the original lines and we can assure you there was no intention to offend. We understand some people will find it offensive in any context, but we also recognise that the song is widely played and enjoyed in its original form. I feel as though they are basically suggesting that, okay, it might offend me or other gay people, but that on the whole, other people enjoy it, so it's fine. And why is it okay for them to actually use the word in an email to someone that has already said they find that word offensive? Yeah. I mean, that is ridiculous. And I have this a lot in life with straight friends or straight people I work with where I will say specifically, oh, I don't think that's okay. I'm offended by that. I'd rather we move on. And then they will tell me why it's fine. I think they'll probably think twice about broadcasting something like that again, but they are going to double down on any sort of decision that they've made, aren't they? Admitting that they were in the wrong is opening up a whole other level of bureaucracy and whatnot that needs to be dealt with. But I think they'll probably think twice about doing it again. What about when they repeat it? 
What about Ooh, the fact that it's sat? What about the fact that it's sat on iPlayer for on-demand viewing whenever you want? Yeah, I can't explain why, but I feel like this has now become my path. <laughs> and this is the hell you're going to die on. I want this word to be erased from the vernacular forever. I don't think it's nice. I, I think it's incredibly offensive. Yeah. What are our listeners saying on the listener group? So Christopher thinks we should normalise this word, and he says the trouble is people are far too easily offended these days. I think they need to get a good grip of themselves and have a word. Okay, so do you think we should normalise it then? No. Maybe we should. But it's not for a straight person to, to comment. But well, then, do you think we should normalise other swear words? Or should we just normalise the N-word? Well, again, it's not for white people to comment on whether that's appropriate or not. I mean, should we just teach... Well, how does that process... How do you do even do that? Okay, today we're normalising this. Okay, cool. Like, what? Well, I guess we just start... send, send a memo out. No, I just start saying faggot all the time. Maybe we rename our podcast to faggot and a non-faggot. Right. And, and we normalise its use as accepted. Because also there's an argument that queer mm. was offensive, but is now used in popular culture all the time. I think Queer as Folk had a lot to do with that and was written by a gay person. So they effectively appropriated the word queer, right? So do we just normalise faggot? Do I just say faggot all the time? If you want, I mean, I did say it on to. the BBC, didn't I, recently, when we were talking about it on Boxing Day. Well, I And mean, everyone looked really scared. But if it is not offensive, then why can't I just say it all the time? Yeah, I mean, that's a fair point. I mean, Could so- I just go on Radio 1 and be like, oh, hey, morning faggot? <laughs> Could I? Because it's apparently not offensive. Give it a go. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you and mean. And is that how we appropriate it? And, and actually, maybe I'm wrong, like so many people tell me I am on a daily basis, and maybe that word is actually not as bad as people think it is. And maybe by saying it all the time ourselves, it becomes powerless to other people when they say it. Well, I think that's almost like admitting defeat, though, isn't it? Because it's like, in, in this context, everybody's saying it's offensive, and it's like a cop-out from where I can see just to say, oh, well, actually, should we just reclaim it, and then we don't have to have this, this whole debate? You're right, we've talked about this a lot, but it's not specifically about this debate. It's not about this song. It's about the fact that people think it's okay to say that word for yeah. entertainment on, in a mainstream situation. So it doesn't matter that it's not December because we're not talking about a Christmas song anymore. We're talking about a wider use of this word and the fact that an organisation would reply using it to say it's not actually offensive, so get a grip. I mean, that's basically what their email said, I feel. Actually, if you do think it's fine... Just start saying it and see what happens. Right. No, but you should say it at work. That's my advice to you. Also, it's not even a fucking good song. I mean, it is. It's so not. It's depressing. It's so not. Depre- no, it's so British culture. To just, it's Irish. Oh, that's not what I meant, actually. Well, can- I, I meant that we love the song in Britain. <laughs> <laughs> so, Apart from the F word, I, I don't... I don't think it's depressing at all. I think it's euphoric, actually. What? Apart from, <laughs> Why? Part of the reason it's such a good song is that all the... I mean, I can't believe we're talking about this in February, but the rest of the Christmas songs are so bad that it really does shine out. All I Want for Christmas is You. Horrific song. No, what? So therefore... Oh, no, it, God, no but it is, so, it is, it is, it is, it is. You're so non-gay. Eh? The it's, chord progression. Uh, the vocals. <laughs> The vocals. Go on. Go right, John Peel. Tell me about the chord progression in All I Want for Christmas is You. Go on. The floor is yours. <laughs> the library is open. Tell me about the chord progression. Well, it, um, <laughs> it goes up, doesn't it? Right. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> Two unlikely friends take on the world. I'm not really okay with you constantly saying the library's open. I feel like you're appropriating gay culture, so can you please just stop? Okay, all right, I'm sorry. The library's closed. (laughs) (laughs) That is not as funny as you think it is. Find us on your socials at Gay Non Gay. Listen at GayNonGay.com or just search Non Gay at your fave pod app.